Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. My name is Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name is Nikki Hoffman, physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep, absolutely. I mean, if you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. And we are going to recap our weekend. Yeah, yeah Nikki. I yeah. mean, I don't like to talk personal stuff all the time, but we had a great time at the the Discovery Museum, mm-hmm. Shenandoah Valley Discovery Museum. Yep. We had them on a few weeks ago mm-hmm. on our episode, and they were promoting their fundraising gala. Right. Building for the future. Building for their future, yeah. And let me tell you, they had all kinds of cool things to do there. Yeah, it was I, really fun. I saw fun. you and your husband. Yep. So Yeah, we had a nice night, a good good night out, a um, little date night. Got to you know see some yep. people, meet some people, just kind of hang out with other community members. And who, they had a band on the rooftop. Yeah, they were and good. they were great. Uh-huh. I mean, there was some people dancing. Yeah. They had some games. And yep. my wife is very competitive. Yes, and yes. And so they had four different games mm-hmm. there. And we went around the the building to play each game. You did do all of them. We had to, okay. of course. Yes. And what was the actual outcome there? I just... Two to two. Oh, it, we, she won two games, and I won two games. Do you think that was the Discovery Museum did that strategically so that couples could have the possibility Maybe. of tying? Yeah, <laughs> they the, wanted they, all everyone. I want that tiebreaker. Yeah, bring on the time. I always even say, let's redo. She's like, no, I won that one fair and square. There's no redos. And I said, oh, yeah. okay, got to move on to the next game. Yeah, I think the next they should, game. maybe for next year's, I, the feedback should be that it needs to be an odd Give number of Give an odd number? Yeah, three odd or five. Games. So that way there can be a clear winner of each couple. I'm telling you. <laughs> or if it's couples competing against other couples, True. you can yeah, do that yeah. Do that as well. Even numbers are just not going to work in this. Yeah, no. <laughs> but food is good. Drinks are good. Yeah, Everything it about nice. it was great. Yeah. yeah, And it's a fun, again... I mean, how many things like that are in town? Yeah. And it's a great facility, great location to just experience. You can go on different levels of the building and see what they put out there for the kids and we can enjoy it. So funny enough, like my husband had never been inside of that location. So he was just like super impressed and was just, I like think really just just generally impressed and was like thought it was really cool to see where like our daughter plays when we go yeah. there and what she's into so sure. it was a really neat it was a fun night great night yep. so that yeah, was a great good weekend mm-hmm. and and here on this episode we're to get yeah. a chance to unpack what does it look like to build a home yeah and i've never built a home myself i Mm-mm. remember growing up my parents did that when yep. i was in in high school Mine and kind of I had fun when I saw the bulldozer come and like knock over some trees mm-hmm. and then jumping around on the foundation and then seeing the framework go up. And yeah. it's really fun when you see it all come together. Mm-hmm. We have a, a local construction company in town that we did, got a chance to interview yeah. that we're going to share here in, in a second. And, and just a few upfront kind of uh, just explanations about who they are. I first met them several years ago. I, we do go to the same church. Okay. Um, but... When we started Icon Real Estate, we were in need of an office manager. Oh, okay. And uh, just coincidentally bumped into the Rouse. They, mm-hmm. um, he's a great builder, great contractor, and his wife Stacy works with him and for him. And she was also looking for something on a part-time job basis mm-hmm. so she could juggle family and work life with her with the construction company. Yeah. And she came on board okay. to work for us okay. at Icon Real Estate. Nice. Was our very first office manager. Uh-huh. Was amazing. 
and and then realized, okay, there's a couple things about being a part-time office manager. Yeah. You still need to give some full-time attention to the construction firm. Mm -hmm. She also realized, okay, I understand the real estate business. I understand the construction business. Why do I not have my license? Yeah. And I said, that's a good question. Good for her. So she went out and got her license and made the jump. And then the rest is history. There's yeah. no, you know, we find other office managers. She's doing great with real estate, doing uh-huh. great with her full-time kind of career with construction yeah. with her husband, Anthony. Wow. That's and an amazing they combination. Make a great team. Great skill set for the two of them to Absolutely. combine all of that. And yeah. so you're going to hear from them because they really are a jack of all trades kind of company where mm-hmm. you get a chance to go to them and have some great customization details of how to build a house. Okay. So listen to Skyline Remodeling and Construction, SRC for short, Anthony and Stacy Rao. Check them out. Well, hey there, guys. I am with Anthony and Stacy Rao from Skyline Remodeling and Construction. How are you guys? Great. Glad to be here. Excellent. Anthony, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. I love your camo hat, by the way, that you're wearing. People can't see that, but I've got to at least call it out. It has a big A on it. I've never seen a hat like that. Mm-hmm. Is that a baseball hat? It is. It's Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves. Oh, you're an Atlanta Braves fan? It gets confused with the Alabama hat sometimes, but I have to correct people. The Alabama hat has a little mullet at the top of the hat, oh. whereas the Atlanta Braves do not have the And mullet. you really call it that? You call it a mullet? Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just got to check on that. It's good to have you guys here. I'm excited to hear your all's story. And I'm having both of you because I think you guys both work for the same company that you own, right? That's right. SRC. Mm -hmm. And I just want to hear kind of how did you guys get into the construction business? Do you you want me to take this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, for me... Uh, it's pretty easy. I've always been in the you know the construction industry um, my whole life. You know, um, my grandfather was a was a carpenter. My dad was a a great. It still is a great carpenter. Still cool. working. Seventy three years old. Yep. Nice. Still there every day. You know, getting it drives two two and a half hours of work. Wow. There and back. <laughs> he's I mean he's the man. You know. Yeah. Um, but I remember being on the job at a very young age. Um, Working, dad had a wood shop in the basement where he made furniture and stuff. And huh. Sold that furniture at like heritage festivals and craft shows and stuff like that. So I just kind of grew up up doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess after our first daughter, um, we got four kids. But after our, our first, I did not want to do the whole commute thing anymore. So we were living here in Winchester, and I was like, nope, I can't spend countless hours sure. on the road every day and try to be a father at the same time so it pretty much boiled down to let's let's try to make something happen here in winchester yeah and mm-hmm. i had a small wood shop in the basement of our house and we started doing furniture um like outdoor play sets and stuff like that and then oh. so you're very handy from like a, a very like wood crafting like high-end furniture construction kind of background? Well, not only that, we also have electrical license. I was blessed working with Dad that I got to work nice. in different fields. You know, we do way more than just, just wood. Yep. Mm-hmm. We have that in-house yep. um, with Skyline. But yep. it just kind of took off, you know. Had somebody ask me to build them a house, I built them a house, and it just... There you go. Yeah, 2004, it just took off. So that's okay. what that's what year it was, 2004, so when you guys got started? Yeah, yeah. So it was right, we were getting ready to have our second daughter. 
and um, I was still working full time, mm-hmm. you know, but we were trying to figure out a way to where we could um, at that point be able to balance life to multiple jobs, mm-hmm. multiple kids, you know, and just try to build an income. Right. And, you know, during during 0405, you were really starting to see more of that building boom yeah, that sure. was happening that, you know, and then you had the big crash. Mm-hmm. But um, we were able to start kind of small from the ground up and, you know, kind of made it through that market doing a lot of renovations mm. up in Upperville, Middleburg area and mm. working on older homes and kind of bringing them back to life. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we work through that. Cool. So that brings you to today, and and you guys have a growing business. You, you mentioned you do things of building houses and renovations. Kind of, is there a certain specialty that you guys have, or is or do you guys just a catch all? I mean, being an electrician, being a builder, woodworker. Well, I'd say as far as carpentry, electrical, and roofing is probably but our specialties mm-hmm. we do the most of, but. Um, you know, we get hired from other contractors in the area to do that type of work, yeah. mm-hmm. but we don't really advertise as that. Usually, it's just in-house. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, our main thing really is is the building of new homes. That's that's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, I used to love remodeling, you know, but after thirty plus years of breathing in that old dust yeah. in those houses, I'm kind of like I'm. I'm a little over it. I still enjoy some of the <laughs> sure. historical projects because mm-hmm. it's sure. it's more than just the job at that point. But new construction is really what we like. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are here because I believe that there is a, a resurgence of new construction in the area. And walk us through. I mean, our listeners are a broad range of people. They might be looking to new, build a new house. They might be looking to renovate. They might be happy where they are. But walk us through the process of doing a new construction house. I mean, from just ground zero day one it educate us tell us i mean i have a piece well, of land there is there's a I lot do? involved That's, right. i'm right. here for it so yeah. <laughs> we, we have time walk us through <laughs> what you think it takes because i honestly i mean i want to i want to learn what does it take to go through new construction house so i guess the first thing is you know finding that ideal piece of land yep mm-hmm. you know and having your realtor kind of figure out what that's going to do for you. What does it look like? Stacy is also a realtor. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, it's just seeing, you know, looking at the terrain and, and, you know, then looking at, you know, how big of a house that you want on that piece of property, Mm -hmm. you know, are you looking for attributes of a basement? What size house, you know, the, those type of things. Mm -hmm. And then once you find that piece of land, you know, depending on whether it's raw land or whether it's what they call perked land. Mm -hmm. So perk land is basically you have a soil scientist an AOSE soil scientist come out and, um, you know, dig, in the property to look for a private septic or well if that property does not have access to public water and sewer. Mm-hmm. And then based on the test results that they do, um, we'll decide on what they call the perk. So can you build a two bedroom? Can you build a three bedroom? Can you build a five bedroom? And then they will tell you, you know, what type of septic system that you need, which there's, you know, it used to be, you know, 25, 30 years ago, you know, you have what was called a conventional system, which is probably what a lot of us grew up with. You know, if right. you did not live within the, you know, city limits and public water, and um, now you have all these alternative systems 
that are out on the market. Septic is so confusing to me. I mean, it's extremely confusing. I go through as a realtor right now and have these septic inspections and trying to figure out, okay, is is it working? Is it not working? You do like a walkover inspection or you can dig it up and look at it. And I feel like these days everybody's finding things wrong with septic systems. <laughs> and then you got to go fix it. And, and so having a septic field is is one thing, but then you have, like you said, conventional and alternative and all these different fancy methods of how to do it. You have a background in that, I think, right? Not septic, but you worked at Greenway Engineering in the past? Uh, yeah, I had uh, I worked there for about 13 years. Yeah. And so I worked with uh, the soil scientists there a lot. Wow. Okay. And, um, you know, so I got familiar with, you know, what it takes as far as, you know, putting a house on. Mm-hmm. And I guess the biggest thing there was... Um, there were so there's what people don't realize is that there's so many variables. It doesn't necessarily have to be one way. Good, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So it's you know having someone who can really help you with that. If, um, if someone sees you know a piece of property and it's not yet perked, can you get that information before you you know find out what it what you would be able to have on it before you purchase it? Does that happen? well you can. I mean, what you do is if you look at a piece of land fully raw. Um, and you want to put an offer on that, um, you can do kind of basically a feasibility study. Mm-hmm. So you can ask for a 30 or 60 day time frame to be able to say, hey, I want to make sure that this land perks for the type of house that I want it Got to. It. Okay. Um, and then that's the best method. That yeah. way you're, you're locking in a price and the overall terms that yes, I want to do some study work on this property mm-hmm. and you're under contract, mm-hmm. but then you're doing your due diligence to see if it works for you. Right. right to make That's sure you can saying. build the type of house yep. that you want to build yep. on it. Right. Okay. And then so so if I'm that person and I'm doing that due diligence, then I got to make some phone calls and be like, okay, I need a I need a builder. <laughs> I need somebody to come out here okay. to, yeah. to check this out. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like when you guys do you go on the site to kind of look at the piece of land and determine where is a good spot for the house? Um, somewhat. Yes. I mean, but a lot of it can also depend on where the soil scientist mm. finds where your septic system is. Mm-hmm. So typically you start there mm-hmm. and then they kind of help you say, okay, within this box, you can build a house somewhere here in connection with your drain field. Mm-hmm. Now, again, this is all dealing with properties that are not available for public water and sewer. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So public water and sewer, you can pretty much, you know, build wherever you want to, as long as the topography of the land and the sloping and everything like that you know kind of is conducive to what the house you want to build Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. um so then you also have your survey okay so you have to have the property surveyed to make sure where that house pad is going to be it has the correct um uh requirements zoning requirements the correct what they call setbacks so setbacks mean that the house is located the right amount, minimum right amount from your property lines. So you're not either too close to the roadways or too close to your next door neighbor. You know, all those kind of have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you have, then you have like your architectural plans. Okay, so you have to have an either an architect design you the house. Um, you can also look at purchasing an existing house plan. Hmm. To put in there but you know nine times out of ten you know you still have to have an architect probably do some 
unique changes and characteristics. Do to you that guys house. have architectural plans on file that you guys like to build as a well, builder? They expire after a certain amount of time, but we do have. Um, a few basic sets of plans of homes that we build. Okay. But normally what we find is people come in with their own visions Good. on custom homes. You know, yeah. they, they already have, you know, um, ready for expansion. Like they're, it's a new family wanting to have kids, mm-hmm. you know, they want to, they want a four or five bedroom house. You know, there's, everybody's a little bit different, you know, yep. as far mm-hmm. as like the old farmhouses are coming really back right now. They're pretty hot versus the contemporary or, you know, nobody's, there's the cookie cutter home, you know, but they're kind of, not so much in in a rural setting you're going to find too many of those that want that house built everybody mm-hmm. usually good. comes with a good idea and there's so many plans out there already yeah uh, to choose from and they and as a builder you're fine with somebody dropping a plan in your lap and say oh yeah this is what i want I, and then I would you work with that them? way okay absolutely yeah. yeah i think that's the biggest thing about about building a home and um you know, is getting that plan and staying with the plan as mm-hmm. far as, you know, the client coming in, staying with, staying with the plan, getting all that planning done beforehand yeah. and staying with it. Cause when the changes start to occur, it's yeah. like a domino. Nobody wants yeah. to change things mid construction. Right. Say, um, let's change where that closet yeah, goes. Let's move yeah. a wall there. Yeah. Well, and that reconfigures the whole entire house. As far as the electrical, the duct work, the plumbing, everything is, it's it's got to go you know, mm-hmm. get a plan stick with the plan mm-hmm. and then, but it doesn't always work out that way you know some people you know don't know until they walk in and they're like wow this is this is smaller or this is bigger mm-hmm. or i wish we had done this you know yeah. and sometimes mm-hmm. that has to happen but so it's almost like you have to set the the client's expectations in advance before building happens kind of do all that due diligence like you said stacy of feasibility studies and not just looking for the the survey and the septic fields and the well and all that stuff and the architectural drawings but you can you're almost the project managers of this whole project you are and so a lot of times when people think that you know a lot of people go to the contractor and they think that that's their first point mm-hmm. and that actually can be a very successful situation especially if they're a general contractor like us um, because we have our connections with the architects the soil scientists you know um, the realtors everything like that to kind of start the process of the management of the build Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day we're we're the builders you know that's kind of our you know main responsibility there is to build the house that someone has already kind of planned for because that's their expertise yeah and so a lot of people don't realize that you have a good six months minimum of planning and then getting your permits approved through the county Mm -hmm. before you probably ever even break ground Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. interesting so i'm that person i've got a piece of land now i'm doing my due diligence figuring that out i've connected with you guys what's the then the timing uh, after i've gotten that point especially in today's market so walk us through kind of what you would go through today with getting the materials starting the build process what's the timing that it would take from start to finish before that person can it's move in? it's kind of crazy right now you're looking mm-hmm. at probably two to six months if you've already got the land and everything's ready to go i mean we're there are still shortage in materials that we've noticed like Mm. as far as like the electrical end Mm -hmm. of it i mean starting to get a little bit better um plywood just come down to like a little over 14 dollars. i noticed that wasn't it it was what over 50 over 50 dollars wow so it's been cut in like divided by four so it it just skyrocketed and now it's come back down and and it's going back up is it Mm -hmm. so basically what happened was there was an overstock interesting so now they have they have the warehouses are too full they can't manage the stock that they have 
So, um, I mean, that's that's kind of the news I got last night. And that's just plywood. I mean, it yeah. takes way more than plywood to build a house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just one thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even our, our HVAC guy, he's having trouble getting sheets of, of metal to be able to bend the ductwork. And mm. they've even raised the prices on that. Mm. So, it it it's a little crazy. So, know? how does that then determine your quote up front? When you engage with a client and somebody wanting to build a house right away, and you have this mentality of, man... Prices keep coming and going. How am I going to get locked in? Do you guys lock into a certain number, or do you give a range when you're talking with Well, a we customer? like to lock into a certain number, but we we only offer that proposal for like 60 days right now. Okay. So once the contract signed and, and you know all that process has been done, we, we're expecting everybody to be on their A game to order stuff at the price they quoted us for. Mm-hmm. So you know, not waiting until the last minute to go ahead and purchase something where like somebody would have you know quoted out like whoever we got the lumber from would have quoted us at like you know fourteen fifteen dollars a sheet and then all of a sudden it jumped to 50 you know if we were locked in when we were supposed to be locked in even though everybody else was paying 50 dollars a sheet we should have still been able to get ours at 13 or 14 got it so mm. yeah and so some of our time frame right now is based on you know what our um what our vendors are doing mm-hmm. you know because they have to they have to guarantee us a price for a certain amount of time period so therefore we guarantee that price and we've got right? to stay in constant communication with them yeah. too because everything keeps changing so yeah it's not like we can base right now you really if you build a house three months ago you can't base those prices you can't look back over those prices for the, the house you're getting ready to build now because yeah. it's not the same yeah and i think a lot of like a lot of times a you know a client call first right off the bat and they'll go uh what's What's the average square footage price of building a house? Well, that's almost impossible to answer. Mm-hmm. You know, because we can give a price range, but I, I mean, but it's, yeah, it's fast. Or... You know, sure. So, what are the what do you think are the benefits of working with somebody like you? Uh, you know, who can manage a project as opposed to just a large national builder that people. Well, can we do a lot of. With? cool stuff with our homes i think i mean we also have a wood shop and i have a sawmill so like the last house we just got finished with we we milled lumber from from the property that made barn doors and custom custom beams in the house with the wood that was taken from the property we do a lot of people love that i mean that is they did straight from the property kind of the environmental friendly Mm -hmm. salvaging what's there Mm -hmm. on the land we make our own vanities when we can we make our own lights sometimes depending i mean there's a lot that we do in our homes that we think other contractors just Hmm. you know aren't putting into theirs nothing Mm -hmm. against we just like making ours more personal Mm -hmm. full custom yeah Yeah. yes and we have a lot of quality control too because you know i work with my tool belt yeah so he's a general contractor on the job and you're doing it you're doing the work yourself yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's a big difference too instead of just somebody just overseeing and then hiring out the quality might go down and working with anthony here you go you're getting him on the job site every day every day yeah and that's what a lot of people don't realize is that when they're hiring one of these larger builders um you're you're getting a superintendent and then that superintendent may actually have seven to eight jobs that they're having to oversee Mm -hmm. and then you know right now because of employee and staffing and stuff they're using a lot of subcontractors too Mm -hmm. you know so you know you've got a lot more people to have to weed through, you know, to get your project done. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what our podcast is all about: is talking about the local community. You guys are local builders, local uh, construction company that we want to support you guys, and not just 
farm out to these mm-hmm. bigger companies out there that may or may not have the same quality, may or may not have the same customization features. And I, I got to say, I mean, I've seen your all's work too. So what's what's the most fun job that you guys have done, whether it be just even a specific room or a, a house itself? Give us a story. Well, I think for us, um, we purchased a flour mill that was originally built in 1732. It's been like a labor of love. <laughs> Here in Frederick County, it's the old Heights Mill down on Route 11. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, we purchased it not known, but Stacy's grandfather was actually Yost Height, the first settler here in Frederick County. No kidding. So, <laughs> so you were more than just a townie. You are like way back in the day, townie. Yeah, yeah. And then we ended up buying the family farm here, you know, almost 300 years later. So we've been slowly working on that, that mill. We've got a, um, a wood shop there now that mm-hmm. we're, we're using it for. Hmm. But that's probably been our coolest project, and it's it's continuing to be such a cool project I mean, we have Me. we're down there all the time the mm-hmm. opaque creek runs right behind it so mm-hmm. we're we're down there hanging out with the kids camping out nice. and just, just metal detecting trying oh, to find yeah, yeah. i get i get these little you know snapshots through text and it's like oh, we found treasure again you know <laughs> kind of thing there's just so much history there oh, there's so yeah. much history in frederick county and winchester in general yep for us that is like the greatest piece of history around is uh is that old farmhouse in the mill down there off route 11 mm-hmm. i mean that's cool yeah very neat yep if, if again i'm pretend like i have the customer hat on you're talking to me what essential tips should i know right off the bat i mean we've talked a lot already and kind of covered the basis but what would you want to educate the overall end customer to you guys that would just say that would make your job so much easier if they knew this i think the biggest thing is proper planning you know, really figuring out what you want, what's your goal, what's your vision, you know, and being able to kind of follow through with the step-by-step process in the beginning and just kind of having realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, I think the biggest surprise that always happens is timeline, you know, um, of how long stuff sometimes really takes, Mm -hmm. you know, because you do have all these pieces of the puzzle that you have to put together to, to get to the end result. So it's just having realistic expectations and then, you know, having your plan and doing, you know, everything you can to stick to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So being prepared, being organized, yes. and then being realistic with time expectations. Yes. That's what I heard you say. Yep. That's, exactly. That's Sounds great. reasonable. Good to hear. <laughs> Good to hear. We have five iconic questions that we typically ask our guests. And this is going to be fun. We have about a 15, 20 second response. Pop just the first thing that pops into your head. It can be either one of you. So you guys ready for this? It is very dangerous. (laughs) First thing that pops into your head, Anthony, is probably very dangerous. Mm, I don't (laughs) know if anybody wants to hear that. Yes. First question. What's one of your favorite restaurants in town? You go. Oh, you know, honestly, I'd have to say Wayside. Interesting. Yeah. I haven't been yeah. there in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, mean, either. you know, it's not so much the food. It's just the ambiance. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're really into Winchester history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we really appreciate, you know, what people are trying to do to kind of revive the education sure. of our community. Mm-hmm. And so anytime that we can support local restaurants, local owners, People are trying to look at the same visions that we are. Yeah, yeah I'm a huge supporter. I can of that. see that now. You guys have very, very similar kind of historical background mm-hmm. perspective. Love I it. like uh, I like Pizzoco too. 
Oh, the new oh, pizza okay. place yeah. up on North Loudon. Uh-huh. That's a new yep. one. Yeah. Good owners. Yeah. Good pizza. That's a nice one. Love it. Good. Question two. What is something you love about your neighborhood? Like the neighborhood. Where you live now. Oh, well, our neighborhood is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, our oldest, our oldest is getting ready to go and well, she's in the Air Force Guard. She's getting ready mm-hmm. to go to boot camp in a couple weeks. Oh, wow. And our next door neighbor is going to be her her mentor he's the staff oh, cool. sergeant there so wow. we're like we're like all family up on the up on the hill there yep. so um that's nice and i think i know because no, somewhere where you guys live it's not a true neighborhood either so you have a little bit of the yeah, everybody that has you know yeah. a few acres in between yep. one another you yep. know but we're we're all pretty close up there yep. um and i think that's in winchester in general you know um there's a lot of good people here in frederick county absolutely mm-hmm. yep. yep question number three so you almost answered this, but why is Winchester such a great place to live? Well, there's a, phew, so many good reasons. I mean, the Walken Mall for one is pretty unique. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so there's such a variety of foods in Winchester. For one, I like to eat. <laughs> Who doesn't? You know, I, I like to eat. There's so yeah. much stuff to do as far as hiking, fishing. Um, you know any of that stuff whatever you're into mountain biking or we've we've got stuff like uh laser tag and all kinds of different things here there's stuff to do with kids mm-hmm. uh, you know all of our kids played sports yep. they still play sports yep. um there's so many good programs for that type of stuff yep. uh, there's just a, a lot of different reasons to like frederick county love it cool next question where do you meet new friends or spend time with your friends in winchester I mean, a lot of times, I mean, the people that we're meeting the most right now is through our church, mm-hmm. you know, because we go to Fellowship Bible Church, mm-hmm. which is a pretty extensive, it's a big church. church. So every day we walk in and we see somebody new, you know. Um, but I think another another place that I feel like we're starting to kind of connect with more people in the community is um, we are board members and we help host the Ravenwood Fair that happens every year Mm -hmm. and it's actually getting ready to happen this october 15th through the 17th at the frederick county fairgrounds Mm -hmm. is that frederick county yeah it's frederick county fairgrounds this will be our third year putting it on and it's something that we're trying to give back to the community but we're also you know reaching out to the community to have people come in as volunteers work with the event and the ravenwood fair is is a you know a chance to go back to the renaissance so we have um you know, some historical things happening there, entertainers, Celtic dancers, musicians, different things. Jousting. Jousting. Oh. Thank you. Would, there's jousting. Wow. There's axe throwing. Yes. There's things for the kids. Um, Anthony and our girls actually made the cutest, like, little necklaces with a raven head on it that'll kind of be given out to kids when they come through the ticket booth. But it's given us a chance to kind of connect with some new people in the area who yeah. has that passion too and mm-hmm. who also wants to give back to the community. And that's been like a huge labor of love for awesome. us. And we're going to keep growing it each year. Cool. And you and said this is the third year? This is the third year. Cool. So our first year was in 2019. It was two days. Mm-hmm. We had an amazing turnout. We had no idea what we were getting ourselves into, mm-hmm. um, but it was just a whirlwind, right? And then, of course, then we had the pandemic last year, uh, so right. we didn't think we were going to be able to put something on. And then about two months, three months before um, we decided on a date, we thought, well, the 
some of the restrictions were relieving and we were able to releasing and then we, you know, could put a one day event on, mm-hmm. which was still, you know, pretty successful. So, sure. um, but this year seems to really be coming together and we're super excited. Awesome. And people really get knocked off their horses when they're jousting. Yes. No way. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge <laughs> arena. Oh, that um, sounds amazing. And there's food. I think, uh, we've got a lot of vendors coming with food, turkey legs, um, I know we're going to have some pizza from Pizzoco there, and then um, a couple other vendors are going to be, you know, doing funnel cakes and all kinds of cool, cool stuff. We'll be yeah. promoting yes, that. Yes, we will have that to get sounds amazing. Yep. Yeah, get that so information. This, you might have already answered this also, but last and fifth question, what is when one of Winchester's hidden gems? Ravenwood Fair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, think, I think we got the answer already. We got the answer. Love it. Yeah. Well, you guys are amazing. Thanks so much for being here and being a part of our episode today. Thank you. How can people reach out to you? Give us the the kind of the, the best method to track down SRC. Uh, well, I mean, you can reach us by our Facebook page, okay. which is Skyline Remodeling Construction. And we also have our website, which is www.skylineincva.com. Okay. And then our telephone number is 540-542-0434. Fire away. You know, so it comes straight to me, you know, by answer. You don't have to wait for somebody. Nice. (laughs) Excellent. To call you back. That's customer service. Stacy's there and Anthony's out in the job site doing his work. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, you guys are amazing. Thanks so much for being here. And uh, we will be promoting the fair coming up. And Skyline. And we'll be promoting Skyline too. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Thanks guys. All right. right, Take care. Well, that was great. Um, Time with the Rouse. Yeah, that was really interesting. Love to get a chance to hear perspectives from a a builder, Mm -hmm. really, um, who walks you through the process from square one mm-hmm. all the way to the very end where you get a chance to move in yeah it's really interesting because i i don't know i feel like what in my mind i feel like building was like a really building your own home was like a really big deal like you were saying at yeah. the beginning like yeah. when we were maybe growing up our parents did it yep. um and it seemed like bigger maybe a little while back but in lately i feel like it, people are just buying older homes mm-hmm. um and then maybe not as many people are building i don't know what do you see I, having from the your market experience? there there are plenty i mean the the builders recognize the boom and recognize the growth in the market year over year over these last few years and so builders are getting more into the game of building spec houses mm-hmm. where they're they're going out there and purchasing land doing the initial work for you the end client mm-hmm. um and then listing with the realtor to get the name out there that yes i have a house to build here's the design here's the specs mm-hmm. but even that's that's kind of more of a semi-custom job. right exactly i really feel like what src is doing is complete customization yeah where they are finding you the customer and saying, what do you want give us the plans mm-hmm. that was one thing that i learned that i i found fascinating that he said yeah I don't necessarily want to necessarily give you my plans. Right. Tell me what you want. Which is cool because that, I mean, they're basically saying we want an informed, like educated yeah. client. We want you to come to us with the idea. I yep. mean, sure, we can make your idea into something that works, um, but they really want 
you know, they want upfront what you're looking very for. Very personal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very Which personal really touch cool. and customizing it. And and he is so modest. Again, didn't get into many of the other details of mm-hmm. what they do. I mean, he still will do renovations whether he likes it or not. He's mm-hmm. doing that for me with some of my jobs. Oh, um, yeah. You know, it's funny. I have a specific client right now. I just posted a piece of land and, and I've got a buyer potentially that, you know, we haven't really come to terms on it yet. Mm-hmm. But I need to tell him to listen to this episode Mm -hmm. because this walks you through right from beginning to end what what does it look like to work with a builder what's Mm -hmm. the time frame what are the costs what are the the baby loopholes you got to jump through to be able to finish the job yeah and um hearing stacy with her background of the expertise of working with an engineering firm or knowing all the details of septic and and how to do that and architectural drawings Mm -hmm. and then hearing anthony be like that's his passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> give clearly. Give me on right. the job site and yeah. give me a tool belt and let me go do really the work. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I think, and actually, they made it sound less daunting than it. I may have made yeah. it in my head yeah. as far as you know timelines and things like that. Or um, so it seemed more realistic. Um, I guess you know, just finding out too if you know what you're. What, your financing and things like sure. that. I guess that changes too. Yep. Um, when Get yourself you're, a construction you know, loan. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, but so would somebody like you know when we had Marlin or any other sort of more. He would be able to help with that sort of thing. Different too. lenders have different different products. Yeah, and okay. uh, you just go to your your local lenders. Yeah, and a and lot of times it's more of a local bank mm-hmm. that you'd be working with, with instead a construction of construction loan. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. But you can still uh, again. Find you coordinate what you want with the drawings, with the plans. Mm-hmm. Ask the builder how much is it going to cost before you even are at that. Point. Yeah. yeah, and if you're one the buying land, then you got to equate the cost of buying the land, mm-hmm. doing all the the study period things of yeah. getting the soil tested and drilling a well and all those things fit into your budget. Yeah, get it, you know, right. figure it out, mm-hmm. come prepared, and then let them walk you through it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, well, very neat. Icon spotlight and brag of the day. I've hmm. got to go straight to who we just had. Yeah, Stacy Rao. Let me tell you, I mean, she is a all-encompassing, knowledgeable agent, For especially sure. when it comes to yeah. her background uh-huh. and, and her her integration with her company SRC and mm-hmm. how she can help you with renovations or new construction. Mm-hmm. They do it themselves. She helps other people out. Yep. They just did a, a custom flip earlier this year that was fabulous and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I know they've got a couple, again, they're not going to reveal their hand on an interview like this, but they've got a couple other things up there uh, in their tool belt that they're ready to launch to be able to get other uh, custom designed renovation houses or a new build for you. So yeah. she's the one to go to well, if you want that expert advice. And obviously all of that stuff professionally, but also, you know, bringing in that passion project yeah. of the Ravenwood fair that she's, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, brainchild of, uh, she and her husband and another couple, I guess that, you know, came up with this idea. So yep. that's super cool too. Third year of that coming up this fall. Yep. So, so there's your icon awesome. brag agent right there. Good I'm Stacy Rao here at icon. Yeah. So what are the local events? I mean, we heard Ravenwood. Yes. And that's going to be in We're October. We're going to keep hyping that one we'll keep since that's about a that. couple months away. Yeah, what's what's right up months. around the corner here? So this weekend, a couple of things. Actually, I found a really neat little event in Strasburg, um, the second annual Vintage in the Valley. <laughs> so this Saturday.
Wednesday, the August 28th from 10 to 4. So they're saying basically, you know, over 100 vendors of vintage goods, antiques, crafts. Um, there's going to be a vintage car show, a vintage fashion show. Um, apparently you can like go to the Strasburg Square. They'll have like a, an event map. There's going to be music, bouncy house for the kids, cool. Virginia wine tasting. Just, you know, sounds like a fun, if it's nice weather, go out, tool around, look at little crafts and just walk around town and enjoy Strasburg, Strasburg. is good for that. It's I mean, neat. they yeah. have really cool antique shops mm-hmm. down there as well. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure to attract some day visitors from DC mm-hmm. to come out there and yeah. we can shoot down there to Shenandoah County also and experience fun, cool outdoor time. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, the, I don't, I haven't been to this in years, but we used to go a lot, the Bell Grove wine festival. Oh, right. Um, yeah. So that's also this Saturday from 11 to six. Um, so music, wine, wine tasting, food, merchandise vendors. Um, you can buy tickets in advance or you can wait and buy them at the door. You don't have to, you can buy for just general admission and not do the wine tasting. But yep. again, maybe just a nice place to visit with friends and Bell Grove's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yep, it's great. And then obviously there's Ravenwood Fair. We'll keep talking yeah, about we'll, that in yeah. October. That's going to be October 15th. 15th. Yeah, that weekend. So, But we'll talk about that more with some more details in the future. Yep, awesome. Well, if you guys have um, any events out there listening or um just let us know yeah. we'll we'll pump it up yeah. and tell everybody about sure. about the event yep and send, uh, send us a message on our facebook page or our instagram it. and let me know what you have coming up around town and uh i will be sure to bring it up you on a it. future episode yeah so thanks for joining us on this episode of iconic talk you know we hope you learned something today and look forward to sharing more with you even next week so remember when you're looking for a real estate professional make sure they're experienced innovative personal, dedicated, and available. And we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us today. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Absolutely. Until next time, think iconic.